What radio show is this? The Sean Tester Show, of course. When's that? Where's that? Good luck, brother. That sounds like a really, really cool topic. I hope you get some interesting comments. This podcast you do is is a an expression and an outreach from what you do best, Sean. From the Dad Shack, live on the beautiful shores of Lake Sawyer in Black Diamond, Washington, it's the Sean Teshner Show. And a quick reminder to our call-in guests, you are being audio recorded, and all audio recordings become property of this show. By participating, you give us explicit permission to use your voice for profit and worldwide distribution on the Internet. Tonight's broadcast, we're going to talk about promises made and promises broken by the United States government during World War II. Specifically, promises made but not quite kept to the Filipino war veterans and their families who helped us fight in the Philippines against the Japanese during World War II. And some might ask, well, why, why does this matter? That was a war that happened over 70 years ago. 3,000 miles away. So we dedicate this broadcast to those veterans who died alongside one another in the struggle for the freedom of the Philippines. And the phones are lighting up. Let's go ahead and take our first call. Well, magandang hapon. Kumusta ka po? Okay, we are in New York. I know. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I'm uh, yeah. in- interviewing... Filipinos tonight regarding the uh, broken promises in World War II by the U.S. government to help help them and their families come to the United States. And Uh, I wondered about interviewing you for your story with your family, you know, to bring them here. I imagine your parents were in the war. Uh, What's the name of the person? His name is June Oskibel. Do you know him? He's, his parents must have survived because he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh. 
<laughs> you should hear you should hear the introduction to the show. I got all kinds of war sounds, and then I, I sing it out with a car, car bomb at the end. <laughs> so, how did your parents uh, survive the war, Jun? Actually, my my father did not survive the war. She was one of the victims of the end of the war, towards the end of the war, when I think they were collected and the Japanese were retreating. And I think one of the bullets can, like, yeah, hit him. Mm. So, yeah, so my mother survived with four children. I mean, taking care of four children. Was your dad a guerrilla fighter, or did he fight with the U.S.? Yeah, he, he was he part of the U.S. That's why when we were young, I think, yeah, all we got, my mom was receiving benefit from the U.S. government. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. So did that make it easier for you to come to the United States and become an engineer? Actually, no. Actually, the reason why we, is because my mom was so, I mean, by herself, single, mm. single parent, but she was able to collect so that's the school and study, so that's where we got a good education, and then that's the reason why we were able to come to the United States. Actually, my my sister came here first, and then mm -hmm. she she brought my mom here, and then it was me, all my my brother, so all so, of us except for one. So as a war as a war veteran or a family of war veteran who didn't survive, did the U.S. government treat you well? Do you think? Actually, the treatment was not treated that well because I don't know. Would you be able to explain this in Tagalog now for me? Because I'm doing this dual language program on the bridge. And no, I can do that, yeah. Could you do that for me right now, please? We'll tell no. everybody out there in the Philippines what you just told me in English. After the war, Pagkatapos ng Gera, namatay nga, you know, my father, namatay nga yung father ko dahil, I can't, that was the Pagkatapos ng Gera. So, then, nagkaroon kami yung mother ko, Folks, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, there are three things about Filipinos. Number one, they have jeepneys, which are left over from the war. And people like to drive those. Okay, my voice is going out. <clears throat> Secondly, if you go to any sort of a get-together with food, Filipinos always have Tupperware or plastic bags to take food home in, which is uniquely Pinoy. And they also speak a mixture of Tagalog and English, which we call Taglish. 
and that's why I'm asking you to translate because people are hearing this on both sides of the ocean. And I appreciate you doing that, Mana. It was Sorry about my voice. about us being here, and then I said for quite so long, well, it's not easy to translate. Yeah, just like what you said, we speak in English, English and Tagalog. Well, to educate, to educate all the Purao or Puti out there, which means white guys, like me, it's important yeah. to know these things. People have to know the vocabulary on both sides. I tell you, I just love Filipinos. <laughs> they're they're yeah, wonderful, wonderful that. people. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so that's why we're doing this show, is so we can educate and help out. Yeah, when the Filipinos are going, we've been with the United States for almost half a century. Plus, if you, want, if you want to meet Filipinos, folks, you go to church, Catholic church, uh, you go to uh, post office, any hospital, Western <laughs> Union, <laughs> or a casino, <laughs> or shopping, shopping like Nordstrom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, lots of people shopping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm here in New York, and there's a lot of Filipinos also. I mean, Wonderful. so many of them. Salamat Po, do you want to go out off the show in an explosion, or do you want to go off as a mafia hit or a toilet flush, or a zombie apocalypse? Take your pick. Neither of those. We'll have the zombies chase you, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Salamat Po. Thank you very much. See you again. zombie apocalypse. that doesn't repeat would be a welcome um, improvement in the uh, in the show. Your program, my good buddy, my good friend, my good associate and co-lead in information dissemination, Sean, this program has so much promise. With that in mind, let's go ahead and take a call. Hi, Sean. Hey, Sally. Did you have anything from your manangs or manongs regarding um, how the U.S. government either fulfilled their promise to Filipinos for fighting in the war or after the war? Some are saying good things. Some are saying they didn't get what they were promised, uh, like they shortchanged them. I, I'm, sure my dad, I'm sure my dad got a lot of uh, benefits from that, you know, like uh, educational benefits. And uh -huh. He got his pension. Uh -huh. uh, he, was, he was able to come here without applying for a visa because he was considered he served in the in the army. So the uh -huh. U.S. Army, not, I don't know if it's the U.S. Army, but um, my my sister Lolly was able to use his educational benefits to come. Uh -huh. So uh, it did really we we got a lot of benefits actually from the U.S. Well, what I'm doing, what I'm doing, Sally, is I'm I'm putting this on my show called The Bridge, and what I'm doing is I'm trying to do it in English and Tagalog, so that people on both sides can look at whether or not they got the benefits that they were promised, and whether or not the U.S. needs to step up and fulfill those promises. I know that Slugo had said we should do a show on this. Well, they did because my dad, when he was here, 
uh, they offered an additional $15,000 in pension on top of what uh, he was getting, and he got it. He got $15,000. Did you say $50,500 or did you say $15,500? $15,500. Okay, so that was probably a lot of money back then and stretched two no, or three he, times. No, he just got it. He just got it when he, got it when he was here. Oh, okay. So years later. Like, huh? uh, like uh, maybe 10 years ago. Okay. Well, what I want to do yeah. is have you explain that in Tagalog for us so that people on both sides of the ocean can understand what what it is we're talking about, good and bad. Please. Okay. Ang, ang tatay ko nag-ano uh, was in the... During the war, was a um, radio operator, naging radio operator ang tatay ko during the war. Uh, doon niya nandit ang mama ko. Tapos, after the war, uh, marami siyang nakuha ang benefits, ang like, educational benefits, at uh, ang natakuha ng benefits niya ang kapatid ko. At nagkaroon ng pre-med for four years na walang bayad dahil ginamit niya ang benefits ng tatay ko. Tapos, nung nagpunta siya sa Amerika, pwede siyang pumunta ng Amerika anytime dahil without applying for, an, for a visa or immigrant dahil naging nag-serve siya during the war. Mm-hmm. But, but he intended he didn't want to come here because he didn't want to leave his family. Kaya, kaya ako ang ano, nagpunta dito on my own nag-apply ako ng third preference visa, ang visa ko, mm-hmm. was uh, a professional visa, third preference. Kaya eh, ako nag-apply, tapos nung nandito na ako, pinitisyon uh, ko ang ang mother ko, dahil ang tatay ko, pwede siyang pumunta dito anytime. Kaya nagpunta sila dito, and then nung nandito sila, ang father ko nag-apply ng pension, sa Pilipinas at nakakuha siya ng $5,000 no, $5,000 pesos that was uh, years ago that was a lot of money you mm. know $5,000 pesos pero ngayon konti na lang yun so monthly mm-hmm. nung nandito na siya kumukuha siya ng pension uh, he was receiving pension in the Philippines even though he was here someone was uh, receiving his pension Pension for him with a power of attorney. So every time we went home to the Philippines, there's money there always for us. One thing I want yeah. to point out for people listening in English, 
your father, according to what you told me, he was a radio operator. He was in the jungles, and he was out, out there with a crew of like five to seven guys, guerrilla fighters, even though they were serving the U.S. Armed Forces. They were out looking over the cliffs at uh, the Japanese ships that were going through the Straits of the Philippines and radioing in critical information that the U.S. needed to stop the Japanese in their invasion all the way to Australia. Your dad basically was a hero. He was the number one target for the Japanese, as were his men. And I believe he was a sergeant. And because he wanted to be an engineer before the war, his whole college career was put on hold because of the war. A lot of people don't, don't know that after Pearl Harbor was bombed on December 7, 1941, the Japanese bombed Manila the next day. And... Uh, the, the Filipinos suffered, suffered greatly, not just during the war, but after the war as well. And I want people to understand that, that there was great sacrifice by the Filipino people, and they helped a lot of Australian, British, and American pilots and uh, soldiers who were captured. Um, they were critical in helping to liberate uh, several of the prisons and prison camps in the Philippines. Uh, and the Japanese were pretty ruthless. And I think uh -huh. that people need to understand that, that, what a bond we have in blood uh, with the Filipinos and how wonderful it is that we have this relationship. If I had my way, uh, the Philippines would become a 52nd state of the United States, other than Puerto Rico, because they have bled for this country. They have sacrificed for this country. They work really hard, and Filipinos are the quiet people in the background who get the jobs done. They're very low maintenance, um, just wonderful people. You'll always get two things from Filipinos, a smile and a meal. And you can't ask for any better friendship than that. I've had people tell me, if you really know who your friends are, they'll feed you, right? Correct. Uh, don't Filipinos feed people with their smiles and with their, their wonderful food? They're, they're very hospitable. Yeah. And that's something yeah. Americans need to remember. If it weren't for their friendship and their sacrifice, um, the Japanese would have gone all the way to Australia, maybe even to California. And some of the things that some of the veterans have told me whose parents fought during the war was that the U.S. government had made a lot of promises but didn't fulfill them, especially to the Filipino World War II veterans. And I think that's something we need to discuss. Well, we're, here, we're hearing from both sides, good and bad, and I think we need a balanced um, program. Yeah, for us, you know, uh, my dad's family got a lot of benefits. You know, from the U.S. government, mm -hmm. and, and I'm really very thankful for that because otherwise my sister Lolly wouldn't have gone to pre-med without the the educational benefit that my dad got, you know, from uh, the U.S. Well, Sally, I appreciate you uh, participating in the show. Uh, it's very important for people on both sides to understand, and I thank you for your participating in the Sean Tesha show. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, yeah, I hope you hear from you again. Okay. Oh.